Hello and welcome back to Reckless Moves. A bunch of idiots play Dungeons and Dragons and we record it because we like to entertain people. My name is Michael Crameen. I am the Dungeon Master because I am a masochist and we have some amazing players who like to inflict damage on things I throw at them. Uh, this week we have we have Birch Twig Twigglesby, a halfling rogue. Hey, baby. We have Bryn Abilly, an elven ranger. Punch first, talk later. <laughs> That's a good policy. Uh, I think Crispin might agree with you. Crispin Emberfury, a fire Genesi barbarian. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kill them all. We have, ah, uh, we have Talfeth Truestorm, a Dwarven paladin. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We have Zilpip, a satyr warlock. Boats? Boats are boats. Boats are boats. And last, last but certainly not least, Sarah Ashgarden, a wild hunt cleric. Yeah, I, I, I'm ready, I guess. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Um, well, more of a statement. You know, an individual sword may not be beautiful, but it is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It should be. That's right. Oh, pain. Pain. Oh, pain. pain. Uh. All right. <laughs> in, our last, in our last episode, the party uh, was confronted and defeated in Dorma, the mother of Nightscale, the dragon they slayed so long ago inside uh, the Durgadin's Forge where Talfeth found her amazing armor. It's been a, quite a journey. Your journey is now joined by Zilpip, a warlock who joined you at Keladek, the famous mage from Saltmarsh's recommendation, uh, because Zilpip's family was, as you learned, uh, captured, or hopefully still alive, but captured by the fire giants in the nearby mountains. You have journeyed into those mountains after a amazing, you know, parting of the uh, Hool River <laughs> event where you, uh, Serial, use control water to allow you to walk through the center of the river. On the first night of rest, a couple of you that were up watching, which was Zilpip and Bryn, uh, felt suspicious about being watched and uh, with a clever use of fairy fire, revealed a drow mage and a shadow demon who were uh, stalking or watching, you're not sure, but um, with the use of a spell that Cyril did, which I'm not remembering at the moment. <laughs> what was Spare it again? The Spare the dying. Spare the dying, right. So Cyril did Spare the dying. You have uh, used dimensional shackles, which prevent teleportation and extra dimensional movement. So Misty Step is out um, and have gagged the uh, the drow mage that was spying on you. He is unconscious and in your camp and that's where we pick it up on this episode. So you have an unconscious drow. So um, and Drim, uh, and again, even on closer inspection now in the in the campfire, you don't uh, um, you don't recognize this particular drow from your upbringing, 
Hey, Bryn, can I have those fish out of the bag of holding, please? I'm so curious sure. now. Yeah, here you go. All right, so as we're all waiting and trying to figure out what to do with this guy, I start cleaning and cooking them on a stick in the fire. Breakfast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I, we definitely need a zone of truth on this one. Yeah. All right. No, Talfeth has a... Uh, a growing affinity toward cooking good meals because of the uh, bag of bounty mm -hmm. and the use of the bag of bounty to flavor. Uh, this particular version of the bag of bounty allows uh, now allows meals to be flavored uh, like the most amazing thing you've eaten. It may not mm -hmm. be, but it'll taste like <laughs> it. Mm -hmm. even day old, half day old fish. So that have been well, in it's been in the bag of holding. So you're just now cleaning it. It was not. Yes. It was just. So to your yep, point from her, from last episode, uh, yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's still it, good does, fish. It's, it smells fresh like fish. a fish, but until you open it, it's not fishy, yep. right? So, mm -hmm. so before Talfa starts this cleaning and stuff, um, we need. Oh, Talfa's already started that. <laughs> what are you doing? We need we need to lay on hands five points, or maybe Sario can just heal heal this. Well, I can up. do that. Just you know, cleaning. And then you get like hands all over this, this hand. Guy. Oh, like I care if this guy has fishy hands on him. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> so so I'm with your gross to... fishy hands, you lay on fish hands. Yeah. <laughs> And heal him five. You do we five. even need to do five? Can I just do three, and that's good enough? Sure. Whatever I mean, you want. One is technically conscious, but yeah, because I don't want him to have a whole lot of like umph. Does he have umph if he has only got one? <laughs> I mean, you'll you'll find out. I don't know the answer to that question. All right. Well, two. How about two? We'll split the. Difference. Okay. So you're you're you're. Um, and I wipe my hand off on his clothes. Okay. Um, okay, so he's... Oh, one, zone of truth, too? He wakes up and looks up at all of you. Uh, does he have to His run? eyes are a little wide. Uh, he struggles and realizes he's... It takes him a second to realize his situation. He's gagged, too, by the way. Um, yeah, so he's... Looks struggle. You see him try to move his hands. He can't. You hear him say a word and it nothing happens. So he's growing increasingly a little bit alarmed and panicked. <laughs> I saw you. you. You weren't that invisible. Uh, uh, what language are you speaking in? Common? Yeah, common. Uh, he, he replies in one language, which is Elvish. Um, I don't know How who speaks. Reply? I speak Elvish. Well, he's going, and you hear muffled Elvish. Okay, I speak Elvish. Did, did we gag him? Yes, yes we gagged oh. him. He's totally well, gagged. He can't talk if he's gagged. Yes, but we didn't want him to do a verbal spell either as I turned the fish over. Is there any way to prevent that? Um, 
To prevent what? Exactly. Him saying verbal spells. If we have the, the silence. No, but then we can't hear him, so. Well, Twig was saying something about uh, uh, tele- uh, telepathy. Well, if you gag him and use telepathy, you could do that. Well, but have to, whoever did the telepathy would have to be able to speak. So the only, I, I will say that Sorry, um, the telepathy, but they he can't. tried to do Misty Step and obviously it didn't work. So that's when he got a little bit afraid. I mean, you don't know what spells he has. So what do you, you have to decide if you're going to talk to him or. I'm going to try to intimidate him. I'm going to hold my sword to his throat and say, if you try anything funny, your life is over. And my sword is going to eat your soul. What language are you speaking in? Uh, right now, I'm speaking common. He looks at you, looks at the sword, gets the point, but doesn't understand you. Oh. Like he gets the, he's definitely intimidated because he's, hey, he's friend. He's bound he's to gag, and you're putting like he looks at the sword. He's never seen any of that, you know. Like the, remember when Black Razor moves? There's this field of stars, and the field of stars doesn't move as the sword cuts through the air, there's another dimension that this is connected to. So I like lean really, really close to his ear Mm -hmm. and I whisper in Elvish. Well, I don't whisper. I just speak really menacingly. And I said, and I translate in Elvish where I say, uh, if you threaten or try to cast a spell in any way, that blade will go straight straight through your throat and it will eat your soul. I'll remove this gag and we can have a talk, possibly spare your life, but you have to give me your word you will not cast a spell. Mm-hmm. Wait, before we take the gag off, do you want me to cast Zone of Truth as I turn another fish over and add some seasoning? That would be a good idea. Smells good around the campfire, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Priorities. I know, you're getting pretty good with them spices, Talfest. Right? (laughs) All right, so I'm casting Zone of Truth. So that's uh, Charisma 14. Okay. I'm going to roll for him. Uh, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> so Ooh. truthy. Yeah. You know I'll that you um you know that he resisted you. Shit. Okay. Zone of truth ain't working right now, guys. Mm. Okay. Resisted as well. So uh so are you uh Ungagging him to talk to him, the or just killing him. Um, I'm going to cast tongues on him. Okay. And I'm going to pull his gag down. Ugh. Who are you guys? We were just supposed to watch the pass for any parties, and and we have our our bosses like have a lot of spies out there. Boss. Who's your yeah. boss? Oh, uh, Eldar. 
that so Eldar work for? Eldar is a name you re you recognize, Bryn. It was a like not a higher up, but maybe lieutenant level for the the Brimthy Overwatch, which is what they their oh. their garb was called the Overwatch. Oh, okay. So Eldar is ooh. why why are they having you watch? Well, because I guess our bosses are like uh, want to find um, you. They're looking for me. No, you all. I don't know that guy though. Did you have a chance to report or not? No. What? <laughs> I mean, we were watching, and then all of a sudden, our, we were invisible and just watching. We weren't going to attack you. We were just going to report back, but we weren't able to. What do you know about what they want with us? I, I don't. They just tell us what to do, and, you know, uh, the reason they hire us is because we bring our shadow demon, and normally we would just watch, and if someone's sleeping, we might kill them in their sleep, but, oh, I mean, yeah. They didn't expect you guys to see us. You guys didn't really hide that well. We were invisible. Well, apparently they didn't really tell you about our true power, and I just kind of very pointedly moved my hair with my hand as the Brimfy ring flashes <laughs> deliberately in front of his face. Uh. You're them. I thought you were going to say the power of friendship. It is magical. Uh, I didn't see you. I don't know anything. I, I. How do you report back to him? We're supposed to use a stone. Where's the stone? It in my. He's like using his shoulder to point down at his. I, I grab it. You grab I, what? I, I go into his bag. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's his component. It's his component pouch. Yeah, is yeah. what he has. He has a sending stone in there. I, just... I, I grab his stones. Yeah, grim you grab his stone. <laughs> I grab his. <laughs> I grab his stone. Oh my god! And uh, okay. If, if he struggles, I grab his stones. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't really. <laughs> All of those stones. All of them. <laughs> so you've got a sending stone. There's nothing else in there. He does have a, about 50 gold in a, a sack. Okay. That's his, you know, just for walking around money for. So how long have you been watching us? We've been watching the past. We weren't watching you. So where is. Where is Eldar now? You might as well just kill me because he's going to kill me. I mean. Well, you could just tell us and then you would have done some good in your life before you die. Doesn't really motivate me too much. Yeah. Do you believe in a god? Yes. Do you want your soul to be with your god or do you want your soul to be eaten by my sword? Huh? 
My sword eats souls. So you have a choice. Do you want to be with your god? Or do you want your soul to be eaten by my sword? I don't know if Loth cares about souls. Like, I'm not really too religious, but I don't want to be eaten by anything. Then spill your guts. Uh, or I will. I'm tell. <laughs> I, I like that. Clever. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Eldar is in, you know, he's up ahead in, in this fortress and we do sending. He has us guarding a lot of passes all around here. Everyone leading up to the fortress. This is not the only path, you know. How many more guards are there on the way to the fortress? Well, we're the ones guarding this eastern pass. And there are no more I, on I, this pass? I, or path? I, I don't... I'm not aware of any, no. Just let me live. I'll just run. I'll go live somewhere else. I'll maybe go north and find our find our burrow. And how can we trust that you're not going to double back and go send warning to your boss? Uh... I... Because I... He'll kill me? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't do very well just watching you, let alone try to get past you. I don't, go, I don't know, guys. What do you think? Do you think we should let him live? I grab, the, I grab Crispin's hand, and I, and I say, I don't know. Do it if you want. And I turn around, walk away. Serial pops up. So every single time we have let someone live or made a deal or do that, not every single time, not sometimes, every single time we have, uh, it's come back to bite us. We made a deal with Enerathicor and Enerathicor um, was found out. And we remember, like, <laughs> we make deals and those deals don't work out. And I don't care about drought. <laughs> well, Black Razor does need to be fed. Look, right. look, you're not drow. You were raised by drow. And maybe there's some good drow, but this is not one of them. This guy is worth, uh, you know, he's an underling, but he's with that. And if we let him live, we don't know that he's not Before going to be talking, able to. I just remove his head from his shoulders. Clonk. Uh, so he, uh, as Serial's talking, Serial goes, uh, well, problem solved. Now you can take the shackles off. Yeah. All right. Clink. Who wants? Who wants fish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so efficient of you. I like how you talk back and forth. Oh. <laughs> who wants fish? That was perfect timing. That's it's the name a, of the episode. That's it, it does. Who wants fish? Uh, who wants fish? <laughs> I I think it is. Yes. Who wants fish? Um, <laughs> it was excellent timing too. 
It was great. Um, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess there walks up and everyone sits down and has an amazing, uh, amazing breakfast. Delicious. Sun's coming Swedish. up. I think I made some potatoes. There is a beheaded drow next to you, but you're having a good meal. Yeah. How many spices, uh, temporary hit points do I get? <laughs> 45. What do you think? Do you like my breakfast taters? 45 better is better than zero. Absolutely. Oh. It also then, grants me advantage on everything now. That, that's pretty good, Telfeft. Then be yeah. some tasty taters. But you know what this tells us, though? Potaters. These guys don't know that Brimthy's dead. Oh. They do know that he's dead. They saw that ring and... Well, no, no this guy saw know this ring. Brimthy's ring. And if I have it, that means he's dead. Yeah, but he says you're them. Maybe he really does mean no that you're them. They're dead. Yeah, but that could mean anything. How many times have we had people say you're them? <laughs> Actually, more more than a handful <laughs> in the true. last fourteen levels. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could if they be don't the... know it's us. Then they're which they, is yeah. followed by oh god, oh god, oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, he could be talking about we're the arena champions from Our Graham. pronouns are they them? Are they them? Them, <laughs> <Damn>, it's them. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is. Uh, you know, it's a looking to be a very nice day. Um, also, you as you, I'm um, whoever's searching the body roll in uh, investigation. Uh, I'll do that. Sariel would probably loot the body too. Twenty-two yes. for me. Um, you Sorry, find definitely. you find a couple things. There is a staff which it does it appears to be a normal staff. Doesn't appear to be magical. Uh, but you do find two vials of a drow poison. So this is distilled. Can I have it? Yeah. yeah, this is drow poison. I've and um, definitely when someone's poisoned when someone's one? poisoned with this, they are knocked unconscious with that poison. Mm. Bryn, could you dip your arrows in that? I have one. New Can I have one guys. vial twig? Twig. Well twig. Um, can you imagine Bryn could dip her arrows in it and then like absolutely like you know knock everybody out with that? That would be awesome. I'm, I'm supposed to have a couple uh, things of purple worm poison too, right? I have, I can't worm see it. Don't see them in my thing here. What are you talking about? Remember, I bought purple worm poison. No. Yes. When? Yeah, he he got one vial. I got one vial. Got one when, vial. When we were in. Uh, the guy uh, was like, "No, no, no, I don't have anything." And then he kind of like slipped him something. Yeah, I got a, a vial of purple yeah. worm poison. Oh, okay. So uh, can can so he has two of them? Can I can literally don't remember that, but I believe you give one to Bryn and one to me. Yeah, there's two vials of drow poison. I would really like to have some. <laughs> I would like to have one. Okay, yeah, so you each have some. Let's just remember this day that you gave a summer Bryn poison. Okay. <laughs> I'm just let's let's remember this day. I'm just observing. <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, this will go well. Um, are you heading uh, uh, further west, breaking camp? 
What are you doing with the dead body? There's vultures. I'm gonna put them back, both of them back in the nest area where their watch area where they said they were supposed to be, or where we said they said they found them, and just leave them there. So the demon body is gone. Gone. There's no it's body. It's like dust. It's dust. But the uh, you, so you're, like you're putting, you're gonna put the the drow back up on the watch. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um. Isn't that a little conspicuous? Uh, I'm gonna take in the, the sense that though. they're gonna find the body at some point. By the time they find the body, we should be there. No, I mean this is a normal like lookout place for them. Shouldn't we put the body someplace where they wouldn't usually go look? Hmm. I mean, I guess it's up to you. I, I kind of am not afraid of them. I would just like to not sound the alarm sooner rather than later. Can we just put him in a tree? Hide the body in a tree. I love it. Can I... <laughs> Is there a nearby tree, Mike? There, there are. Um, it's sparse, but there's... Wait. How are We're you hiding the... a body? I have this body in a tree. Can I use my camouflage act, um, feature? The hide in plain sight feature? To camouflage the body and then hide it in the tree yeah sure yeah you I mean <laughs> it's your favorite terrain if we're gonna camouflage it we should camouflage it in the nest so that the next person there accidentally stumbles upon it a long time later and then realize they've been laying on top of their friend <sighs> and the smell Jesus. Oh, that dark quick Wow, man. Actually, if uh, Sariel does um, a gentle, oh. repose, gentle repose, it'll take even longer it'll for take them even to find longer. the body. It'll take a week. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Sariel, oh. can you do that? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who took the sending stone? Oh, I took the sending stone. Okay, cool. Okay. Who's going to take the stone? Quick. Huh? I, I, I still have one spare uh, pair, but so you keep it. Go ahead. No, does it match any of yours? No, it doesn't no. because okay. he has okay. a he has a matched pair that together that you guys accumulated by killing a bunch of accolades. Gotcha. Okay, so as you you're heading west again. Uh, as you get yeah. toward the familiar, um, Sarah's like, maybe we should. Uh... Oh, what are you doing with the cart and the horses? We should probably we should... put them off to the side of the road and hide them or some sort. There is that. There is that that uh, off off road clearing that you found before. Yeah. You could tie them up there. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's you know, a good as long idea. as you live, they'll they'll be fine. Just to let you know, Michael, um, since I since we leveled up, I have a new uh, feature called Blind Sense, and I'm able to hear if 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 I'm able to hear, I'm aware of the location of any hidden or invisible creatures within ten feet of me. Within ten feet, okay. Within ten feet. Okay. 
Okay. New features. That's awesome. I think Cyril got some too, but I'll let it. I'll let. Uh, oh my goodness. Talfif, do you want another javelin of lightning? What? I've got, I've got two of them. Do you want one? Do you really? Yeah, I'll take a second one. My damage has a negative one modifier, so I don't use it much. <laughs> well, I try to use mine when I have an option to use mine. <laughs> yeah, so if you want it, I'll, I'll take it out of my inventory. You can have it. Yeah, yeah I'll take it. Cool. Okay, well, for, for your interrogation and actually learning some information um, and the demon and the mage, you guys get 800 experience points each. Ooh. Okay. okay, so I'm as you to... approach, uh, you've tied up, you, you've, you're on foot now. Um, does anyone have like pass without a trace or any kind of like mm. sneaky spell? Because you know, a couple of us wear plate. I I can <laughs> I can cast greater invisibility. Oh. Mm. We could do that with silence. That would be perfect. I do have a dusted disappearance. That's but, only for a few minutes. What does that do? It's a, it makes everyone invisible. It makes makes everybody invisible uh, for, uh, I think it's two two d four minutes. So as you, I'll let you guys decide what to do. So as you turn the corner, that last switch back before you head to the, there's there's kind of a long uh, path and then that that bridge that you um, used to escape the last time. Um, as you turn the corner, you notice the bridge is up. It is not where you left it. The bridge is up. You can see across and you see this massive stone. It looks like one solid piece of stone fortress. You, and, and just to refresh your memory, it um, kind of looks like, like if molten rock sealed instead of using mortar, if molten rock was sealing each of the stones fitting together, it is one big solid thing. And, and um, Bryn, you actually went on the roof of this and it's, there's um, no visible anything from the outside except for the front gate. Um, now you, you didn't go all the way around the thing, but you you don't see any other way except the the front gate seems like that's the way this is designed. So I have the ability to cast invisibility and greater invisibility four times. Okay. Just yourself. So that's me and four other, or hold on. You and three other people. One, two, actually five. So I can do me and four other people. Because I have the ability to cast invisibility um, just once every long rest at will. 
And then I have the ability to cast it three additional times using a spell slot. How much do either of those uh, last? Uh, an hour. An hour? Yeah. Greater invisibility lasts an hour? Greater invisibility lasts a minute. Oh, I was going to say. Other invis the other invisibility lasts an, um, lasts an hour. Okay. A minute? I mean, it's up to you guys. A minute could get you across. If, if anyone's watching, that would get you across to the plateau, across well, the bridge. Now the bridge might move. If I did the dust of disappearance, that would give us three minutes invisibility for everybody within 10 feet of me. And once I cast it, I mean, once I throw it up in the air, you can go as far as you want. I like the sound of that. Let's do that, and then we'll just run across the bridge. Twig, roll a history check to see if you remember something. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't sound ominous at all. <laughs> That's a 22. Yeah, you remember that there are, there's two trapped... Uh, the two of the two of the the planks that go two across. Two of the planks are trapped, which are trapped with an alarm spell. One is with an alarm spell, and the other one uh, is a trick to break and drop someone a hundred feet down. And I thought it was heavy enough. It was only designed for a giant's weight, from what I remember. Yeah, you walked across it. Horla yeah, almost died. Yeah, no, Horla. Horla, I was able to, to to tell her to avoid it. So she avoided it entirely. That's 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 correct. Oh, that's right. I was hoping she was gonna fall, but <laughs> you spotted. She fell for something else. That's so so you do remember those two things. Yeah. Okay. So you have uh if you want to go that method, you have three minutes that will get you easily across to the platform where you stood, you know, a month ago. Okay. Um yeah, I'm just I'm going to uh say you know, keep an eye out. There are two wards and uh, that 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 are trapped. And um, was there any markings that 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 uh, you know demarcated them to, or you know that that made them stand out from the other blanks? Um, the was alarmed one, no. You happened to Serial uh, with her perception noticed it that it looked a little bit like the tiniest bit. Um, different grain, like mm -hmm. it didn't look something looked off to her, and the one with the board you noticed yourself because right. it creaked under your weight, right? But you're a halfling, so it didn't break. All right, so um, I'm going to go first and do um, an investigation, and uh, I'm going to wait by the board that is. Well, you're all invisible. How are you waiting and telling anyone what to do? Um, hmm. I'm going Sar to... Sar Saria goes, hold on, hold on. Here, and hands you a piece of chalk. Okay. Mark it. All right, so do I With roll like, investigation? You know where they are. Yeah, I remember where they are. So yeah, yeah so, I'm just going to go ahead and mark them. So you're going first, even though you're invisible, chalk is not, so... Should I still roll a stealth? Um, if you want, guys want to be quiet and sneaky, absolutely. Well, I definitely always okay. want to be quiet and sneaky. That's a 25. 
But don't I get a um, disadvantage on stealth because I'm wearing plate? You do, and so does Serial. <laughs> so. Yes. All right, how's this go? <laughs> 12. That's okay. not very stealthy. I'm going to use one of my luck points and try to roll that again. Um, Serial is as well. I'm not stealthy. That's my five. That's well, not better. <laughs> well, you guys are invisible, so I'll say this. Um, Twig, you're going first. You are extremely stealthy and quiet. Um, and then behind you, you hear clank, 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 clinking, but... Yeah. I use press the digital... Oh, wait, no, I can't cast in any spells. That would make me... Yeah. Invisible. So... You're just crossing. You don't see I'm anyone. I'm just getting across. You don't see anyone. Yeah. I'm going to keep an eye on the on the gate. If anybody comes out, I'm going to going to going to shoot at them if they come out. Okay. So you're on the platform. You're you're holding an action. If anyone comes out of the gate, you're going to shoot. Yes. Okay. And the rest of you cross without incident because there are two marked boards that you easily step across. You are now standing on that platform at the end in of the bridge of the where in front of this massive, uh, these massive doors where you stood so long ago. And I remember there are stairs that led down, but um, did they actually go anywhere? Those stairs that led down from the platform? The stairs that went down from the platform. Not sure. There were because because we had didn't we had inspected around the edge of the upper platform or, or or actually maybe the platform is the lower and we have to climb stairs to get up to where we were. I can't. No, the, remember. the stairs that were kind of going down was just like on the edge of the cliff. On the edge of the cliff. Exactly. Yeah, and so mm. we couldn't really go down them. Um, yeah. That's why we had to use the bridge. Right. So how I got up on the fortress was I used my spider climb shoes to crawl right. up. Right. Does Whelm sense any secret or concealed doors within 30 feet of me? Um, no, Whelm does not. Does Black Razor sense any creatures within 60 feet of us? Um, I'll look in one second. I'm just trying to see this. I've got a... I'm moving you guys to a map that we're uh, going to be using. Oh, that looks like the front of the door, yeah. I remember that map. I am. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Where's the. Sorry, give me one second. Talk amongst yourselves as you're planning. Give you a topic. <laughs> fire giants. Neither fire nor giants. Discuss. <laughs> Gonna have some fire. <laughs> okay, so now I think I'm they're hot. totally hot. So hot, we're, hot, hot. we're here looking for Waif. You know, if I had a crush on Horla, you're actually I'm, looking for. I wonder, um, I you're if, looking uh, for a. Um, <laughs> I wonder if Crispin's going to find a fire giant that he gets a cat. You're looking for a, cl a cloud giant who never returned, named uh, Fibra Brona. 
and that cloud giant had that one piece that you're looking for. Last you, last you knew. Gotta find the piece. Okay, so I'm gonna focus on this. Um, what you call it? This cloud giant that we're supposed to find. And I'm gonna take out my little arcane sundial. And I want to open it up and see if it's pointing in any kind of direction. Oh, uh, it is. Um, it is pointing uh, kind of like northeast, like more e like uh, north, more east than north. This way. It's like it's more east to where we are right now. It's yes. Where that, that cloud giant is going to be, guys. So do we want to try to go over the fortress or go through the fortress? Well, Bryn, if you remember what was on the other side of the doors, I can there was teleport. nothing. So is you so you I guys up and you guys flat. Like yeah, a but, but Crispin is having Black Razor look for any beings within 60 feet, correct? Yes, yeah. definitely. Okay. Well, I'm wondering if I can dimension door me and Crispin to the other side and then open it somehow from that side. There is, There are a couple creatures within 60 feet of the door. You have to be able to see the where you're going. Oh, you have to see it? That's what the spell says, I think. What, what spell? I'm sorry. Dimension door. You could, yeah, you could try. You might end up yeah, in, it's, in middle of rock. Well, no, no, no. I'd just be going through on the other side of the door because Bren. But you don't know, know what's on the other side of the door. Actually, yeah. No, no, no. You, Bren you, did. She described it to us. So, so I when, it. when I climbed up over the wall, it was just a flat roof. There was no other side. It was like, oh, here it is. So you and then did not the see the door. I didn't see anything. Yeah, I that's what I'm confused inside. about. So, I mean, technically, I guess we could just go up to the roof and walk across this damn thing. <laughs> but I don't know how we do I think we need to go inside. I mean, how else are we going to find the person that we're looking for? That's a valid argument. Um, can well, I... Well, I mean, the worst that could happen is we take 4d6 force damage. Can I reach the lock? Crispin. <laughs> uh, you you cannot, but you could get on someone's shoulder. I can um, stand 46. Can we fit under the door? Right? No, and I can no. take 46 force damage. And that would get us on it the is, other side. Uh, it is, it appears to be sealed. Like, you don't know if magically or just excellent engineering. There is, no, it doesn't no. appear to be a gap. There's, there is a seam in the middle, but in, these doors there. are massive. I mean... But there's a there is a lock, right? There is a lock. I mean, the doors are uh, these are huge, polished obsidian doors, and they're massive. So I give uh, Sariel a sheepish look, and I say, <laughs> "May I?" And, and uh, yeah, okay. So Sariel. And so sure. I climb up on Sarah's shoulders. Yep. And. Uh, <sighs> Okay, man, that fish is just going right through me. 
Okay. You know, I make good fish. You know, I still have a lot of guiding bolts. <laughs> and I go ahead and uh, do an investigation to see if this it could lock. be guiding bolts and nuts. <laughs> That's a breakfast cereal, isn't it? <laughs> guiding bolts and nuts. <laughs> now with less calories and more pain. That's it. Sponsored by Reckless Moves. That's a 22 investigation to see if it's Iron trapped. fortified. Uh, it does not appear to be trapped. Um, it There is uh, there um, the locks are well made, but you you understand these are you know, very large but tumbler locks. Because I did uh, the giant's door in the hill giant fortress as well, so I, you I did. have some experience with giant locks. Yep. If you want to try, roll a sleight of hand. Okay. Um, I don't know. Would a 34 do it? So, as you get on his shoulders and you're joking, and all of a sudden you're like, it's open! <laughs> and I hop down and I say... Yeah, like, the, the, the lock is picked. Yep. Rogues be doing rogue things. <laughs> and they do open inward, so they open away from you. Nice. Okay, and I uh, move to the back of the column. So, <laughs> you and I, shall we open? Oh yeah, I totally um, opened the door. What's the right. lighting? What's the lighting like? Um, you so you open. I'll I'll describe. Open. So what you see is a uh, a hallway that, and as you open the door, you notice that there are like. Oh, let me make sure I do the right. Yeah, you Crispin opens one. I a open the long other. hallway. There are some torches, and there are a couple what look like tapestries on the walls um, that are hanging. And you can see, you can see what in light sixty. Yeah. Yes. If I have black razor in my hand, I can see one hundred and twenty feet. Okay. Then and me and wave. All right. Then you see ahead of you. There are some, all you see is a bunch of torch lights and some columns because it's a straight shot there. Um, you do detect something right here, though. Because you asked before, and actually, the, the, within 60 feet, now that you're standing right there, there's some, in this direction, you count probably five, six, um, beings and one here. That's what you see within 60 feet. Awesome. So guys, we got five to six beings off to the right and one off to the left. We got to be careful when we're going in, but... Are we still invisible? Are you guys ready to have some fun? Uh, no, we... it's been more... You aren't invisible. Well, Twig's not invisible and because Twig just did an action. Yeah, yeah but no... the rest of us, are we still invisible? Well, it's, it's been less than three minutes. I'd say it's been more than three minutes just with your talking and yeah. figuring it out. So you are not invisible anymore. Okay. All right, Crispin, you ready? Totally. I, I go what? ahead and walk down the hallway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, in what order? Tell me. So tell Serial uh, would be Talfeth and Serial would be uh, like third twig, Bryn. What about I'm, you? I'm usually behind Sarah. 
Okay. I'll be at the back. Um, I'm going to have my bow out. Well, I'm assuming you have weapons out. <laughs> is, yeah. is that correct? Yes, just to be sure. Okay. So that's your basic marching order. Um, and as soon as you reach here, um, there is... Whoops. I'm going to cast this bonus action Searing Spite before we go into... Combat. There is a, a tapestry moves and there is a fire giant. Whoa! Who are you? Need? Hey! Intruders! I need everyone to roll initiative. Mm. I'm glad I built all these encounters before today. <laughs> okay, so 19. Just one second. Uh, here we go. Okay, so, sorry, what was that, Talpeth? 19. All right. Uh, Bryn? 24. Oh, wait a minute. Um, sorry. Give me, uh, remember those numbers. I have to adjust something because um, we have different party members. Uh, there we go. Now it's correct. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, give me those numbers again. Talfeth? 19. 19. Brim was what? 24. Okay, Crispin. 21. Uh, Twig. 12. Zilpip. 2. Okay, and Serial. With advantage. Dude. 8. With advantage? With, oh. advantage? with advantage. I got a 12 um, with advantage and plus five. It's horrible. Wow. Well, sometimes they all work out. Um, okay, so this this guy has yelled intruders. You don't see anyone else at the moment. Um, the order would be Bryn, Crispin, Talpeth. Um, I'm going to do sharpshooter for all of my arrows, unless otherwise stated. Okay, sounds good. So I'm going to go ahead and attack Mr. Loudmouth. Um, Understood. And in giant, I'm going to go famous last words. <laughs> nice. That's my verbal. <laughs> ah, nice. So first attack is a 16 to hit. Uh, that is, uh, unfortunately, these wearing plate. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so that uh, your arrow does strike him like where it would hit him in the in the neck, but the neck plate of his uh, plate armor bounces it off. Okay. And you go, oh uh, yeah, they wear plate. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> uh, so then my second attack, I make some adjustments and I get a. Uh, 19 
Oh yeah. So you find you like, oh yeah, there's the gap between the shoulders. That's yeah. You know, just, you know, I I cracked my neck a little bit and (laughs) pointed it two degrees to the left. And, um, I did uh, a <laughs> 21 damage. 21? Yes. All right. And then my ambusher attack. Uh, that one is also a 19. Um, and that one is a... 7, 8, 18 damage. 18, okay. Uh, and is that it? Yep. Okay, so so in order to do that, you're going to have to move in, right? Because you're outside, so I'm assuming you're yeah. moving. Yeah, right there. Okay. In that area, yep. Yeah, these are, um, for the sake of our game, five foot, just so you can move yourselves accordingly. Uh, I, I will give you a little flavor. So as you're walking in, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. These are uh, 10 foot squares. So um, you see that the the ceilings are 30 feet hot, 30 feet high in the hallways. Um, and uh, you have, it's, you don't know what these are, but they look like, I don't know, like there's light coming into a sconce, but it doesn't look like normal light. It looks like a gaslight. Interesting. So back to the back to the slaying. <laughs> Just wanted to give you an idea. Like this is a 30 foot tall. The the giant is standing at full height, and there's still lots of space in the alcove in the hallways. Um, okay, Crispin. All right, so I'm going to charge in and slash him with Rock Razor using Great Weapon Master. All right. So it's going to be a 29 to hit. <laughs> yes. Uh, He's looking and, at his plate, plate armor getting, like, cut open. And that's uh, 25 damage for the first hit. Good. I'm sorry. Uh, then I'm going to bonus action rage. Okay. So the uh, hit, you, what you guys, Zilpip, what you see is that he normally has, like, a mohawk, and it turns in on fire. Like, the mohawk turns into flame, and his muscles just ripple and as he grips black razor awesome so the next uh the next attack is a 20 to hit yes that is a strike so the first one cuts open his plate armor the second one on the upswing digs into his flesh under the plate armor awesome so that's gonna be 28 damage he's and he's like He's like, he's so shocked. He's bleeding through this armor hole that you've cut open. And and, uh, that's going to be the end of my turn for now, since I don't have any extractions or things. Okay. All right. Uh, Talfeth. So before I went into combat, I um, 
cast Searing Spite, and then I'm going to go in, walk up close, and hit him. Yeah, these realm. are 10 foot, so you can share a square, is, okay. is what, I'm, what I'm saying. And then... They cannot, but you... Whoops. This one's in a little too far. So there I'm going to go. slam him with Whelm. And then because this is a giant, uh, don't I get advantage? No, I get an extra... Um, you get extra damage. I get an extra 2d8 bludgeoning damage. Okay, so it's 31 to hit. Uh, 31 does hit. Okay, so Thanks. I'm going to roll Whelm's bludgeoning damage plus an extra 2d8. One, two. And then I also get Searing Smite. I'm uh, I I don't I'm not seeing your rolls, so tell me the total. Okay, so 10, 22, 23, 24. 24 damage. Mhm. Mm That's your first attack. Mhm. Mm and that you added the giant damage, correct? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I did. And then. And Wilm goes. If I full thumb. <laughs> um. And then for my bonus action, I'm going to cast um, Wrathful Smite. Didn't you just that... cast a smite? Oh, no, you did that before. No, and, I and did that hit. before we went so into it's a new, uh, it's a, That's correct. Okay. I so got it's it. a new one. So I'm going to now cast Wrathful Smite. Okay. Where, where's my Wrathful Smite? I'm going to do it. Where are you? There it is. Okay, Wrathful Smite. And then hit him again with Whelm. So that's 27 to hit. Okay. Uh, that and is then, a, that is an awesome hit. Okay, so bludgeoning. And then I get 2d8 again. And then I also get Wrathful Smite. So that's 16, 26, 32. 32? Yeah, 32. This guy is badly hurt. <laughs> He's you actually, in pain. You actually, you actually, you actually do hear, cry. you actually do hear hellhounds. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking, there are hellhounds coming. Oh my gosh. Oh shit, okay. And that's everything I could do. Okay. So, um, this guy is badly hurt. He's like, uh, help. And uh, give me one second as I pause. Oh, oh, also, Wrathful Smite, I almost forgot. You must make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened until the spell ends. A wisdom saving throw. This guy's uh -huh. having a bad day of guard duty. Let's see, wisdom. And it's a wisdom 14. Okay. Uh, he rolled a, a 16 plus uh, two, so, so wow. 18. So okay. not afraid, but still badly, badly hurt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so one second, please. I'm making some movements. Uh, 
Okay, so I'm having a little interface issue. Just give me a second. And this is why we're going to use a different tool next week. Um, I don't know why it's not letting me move that guy. Oh. Take it off of auto select. If you're trying to move a layer. No, that wasn't, that's not what I was doing. There you go. All right. Uh, there, I'll resume. All right, sorry about that. I had to make some adjustments. And as of... Uh, So this guy's dying out of the corner of your eye, Bryn and Crispin. You guys see a couple two-headed giants you recognize as Ettons. And right on their heel, um, there is a, uh, uh, a hellhound that is peeking around the corner. All right. Talfeth, you were done with your turn, correct? Yes. Okay, the Etten has moved up into sight. Yeah, Hellhound is uh, moving, rushing here, gets to right there. Um, this Etten moves down. These are scaled, so these are giants that are occupying each square. So two Ettons are moving down toward you. Uh, okay, next. Uh, Twig. Okay. Um, I imagine that I see these coming as well. Yes, you do. And um, I take off the remaining uh, fireball necklace that I have. <laughs> okay. I have uh, I have three more beads left, and so that gives me a um, that gives me fireball at third level. Oh wait, no, at uh, sixth level. So I am going to actually no, I'm just going to throw one bead and do one fireball. Okay. And Where are you placing it? 
I'm going to place it uh, right just behind the sec second or the first Eton ET2. That will the hit the, these three then. Yeah, hit all three, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Twig reaches up to his necklace, tears off a bead, throws it with great accuracy. It explodes with a massive, massively loud fireball explosion that is almost deafening in this closed area. If the doors weren't open, you would have to maybe suffer compression damage. So um, roll your um, roll the damage, and they need to roll dex, correct? Dex 15, they have to roll. Okay. And uh, if they fail, it's 31 fire damage. What is it? Is it fire damage? Okay, so um, it is fire, fire damage. Yeah, it yeah. is. Roll. What's the um, what's the damage? I'm rolling their dexterity. I don't know if they have resistance. Uh, they. Well, I'll tell you, the Ettons failed. Okay. Um, the Hellhound. Uh, also failed. So what's the total damage? 31. 31. Okay, so the Ettons, they're just surprised at this massively. Um, they are both not bleeding, but they're both hurt. It said 30, what? 34? 31. 31. Got it. Um, however, as the explosion wraps around and envelops just the Hellhound, and eventually dissipates. The Hellhound is suffered zero damage from fire, hmm. and they. Um, so the Ettons are both hurt. The Hellhound is not touched because it is immune to fire damage. Um, okay, I'm going to just. And I and I jump up, use my bonus action to click my heel, uh, my boots of speed, activate them. Okay. Um, that explosion has brought the attention of some other things. I'm just clearing that because I need to access that layer. Um, okay. Uh, anything else? Twig? Uh, just going to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay where I'm at. I'm just activated my boots of speed, that's all. Okay, got it. Um, not there. The, uh, the Hellhound moves in and tries to attack you, Crispin, because you're the first one thing he sees. Uh, okay. It is plus five on these. Okay. Does a 22 hit you? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to do this as well. Um, one, two, three, four, ten. Okay. So, uh, bites you for seven piercing, which is halved, I mean, because you're raging, right? Yep. Okay, so three. And you're also seven fire damage, but you're resistant to that, so that is also three. So you take three, <laughs> three piercing and three fire from this nasty hellhound bite. And then... It breathes fire in a 15-foot cone, 
So you guys are uh, Crispin, Talfeth, and Bryn. Uh, roll a, it's a DC 12 dexterity. Straight dexterity or dexterity save? Dexterity save. Okay, 18. 22. Telfeth? You're muted if you're... Six, sorry. Okay, so uh, Telfeth, you take 21 fire damage, and the other two of you take half that, which is 10, and... Crispin, I take half so of that. You take five. Okay. <laughs> so that fire breath, and he's just looking at the dog. Like it breathes fire and you aren't dead. <laughs> so that's shocking. Um, Ouch, that stings. Okay. Serial and then Zilpip for this round. Um. So Serial's going to move. Oh no, is within wants to be within 30 feet of you. Um uh, hmm. Uh he is going to cast um she is going to cast the player acting as serial is going to cast <laughs> oh interesting um is going to look at how badly hurt the fire giant is and move just here so that is in line of sight of the fire giant and uh does cast a a uh, second level guiding bolt. Oh, 26 to hit. Um, and yes. that does 19 damage. And I would normally say call your shot, but the guiding bolt drills through the hole that was just cut open by Black Razor and, and, and forced and the dents made by uh, Talfeth in this fire giant falls down. Leaning against the wall, falls down dead. And yes. all right. So uh, Zilpip, that's all Serial's going to do this round. All right. So I'm going to Use Eldritch, Eldritch Blast on the Hellhound. Excellent. Um, 27 to hit. Oh my goodness, yes. 14 damage. Gonna My second bolt. 16 to hit. It does, still does hit. I mean, it's, it's, it's a... It's a Huge hound with breeze fire, but it is still natural armor. All right, the uh, thirteen damage. Wow. Okay, he's bleeding. The first hit, Eldritch blast three leave from his hand. The first two, just burrow in, and the hellhound goes, and has 
this necrotic energy just running around on the outside of his uh, skin. Uh, third one. Uh, that was, that's a fifteen to hit. That matches. It also strikes. And that would be eleven damage. He is. Uh, he's down on like, uh, on the kind of like leaning down and going, looking at the Ettons. And the Ettons are like, (laughs) (laughs) you get him. No, you get him. He's your pet. (laughs) All right. That's all. Okay. Top of the round. Bryn. Okay. um, I'm going to try this just for fun. I'm going to target the Etten that's uh, in front. This one? And Oh, and this uh, one. The number two. Okay. The Hellhounds are loud today. <laughs> I love the game, Satsu. It's so fun. <laughs> so you have a, you were doing an attack on These, these Hellhounds, they just, they just won't quit. Yeah. Won't quit. They're about to start going again. Um, so I'm going to do a ray of sickness. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I'm going to do a, so it's a ranged spell attack. So let me roll my attack. It's a 28 to hit. <laughs> yes, it is. Does it hit? They're just, just they're just. Barely, it, just barely hits. It just barely hits. <laughs> All right. Um, you have to take. They have to make a Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Okay. Yes. So they take. So he it takes twelve points of damage. Okay. So the damage. Constitution was a twenty. Oh, not okay. Not natural. Not natural. Okay. So uh, they take twelve points of poison damage, and so wait the the which both. No, just the one. Just the Oh, one. got it. Okay. Yeah. So it takes um it takes twelve points of poison damage, and since it's saved, it is not poisoned for this round. Okay, but nonetheless, that ray shoots out and it, he all of a sudden this hole where the poison just seems to be like around the edges is blasted in his bloated belly and he uh, hit me. I know they hit us. Look what I learned how to do. So the both heads are looking down at this hole. <laughs> um, anything else, Bryn? Nope, that's it. Okay, Crispin. All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, slash at the Hellhound. All righty. Uh, with um, the great, wep- great Weapon Master. So that's only 20 to hit. That is a good hit. And since I'm raging, that's 29 damage. Okay. Uh, that hellhound is, uh, call your shot. Awesome. I'm going to behead it. And because, um, because I have the great weapon master feet, if I uh, score a critical hit on a melee weapon or reduce a creature to zero hit points with one, I get to make an additional melee weapon attack as a bonus action. So I'm going to use that bonus action to go ahead and 
make my addition. So I get two attacks on Etten too. Okay. Uh, by the way, how many temporary hit points did I get from? Forty-five. Awesome. Okay. So I am going to hold ahead and roll onto Etten two. Uh, still with the great weapon master. All right. Uh, that is twenty nine to hit. Yeah. Uh, again, they're just smelly. They're just wearing like smelly hides. <laughs> That's it, by very... the way. I, I should have you roll for like constitutions. <laughs> they smell horrible. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Especially when they took thirty-two damage from my first hit. Yes. His eyes are wide, and he's like. They're going to kill us. I'll go. And then second hit is 22 to hit. Okay. And it's going to be 29 damage. He is badly, badly hurting. All right. And I'm just laugh at him and say, <laughs> you picked the wrong day to be here today. Yeah, and then you have uh, still have other attacks, right? Or is that it? Nope, nope, that was it. All right. Uh, yeah, he he agrees with you. Uh, Telfeth. Okay. So I'm gonna cast uh, Hunter's Mark on the. Which one looks more damaged? The one in front of Crispin looks okay. on death's door. The other one isn't even bleeding. Okay, so I'm going to cast it on the other one, the one that's not even bleeding yet. Hunter's Mark on him, and I'm going to throw well, madam. Got it. Um, so that's 23 to hit. Uh, they are giants, too. Just yes. Know. Oh, don't I get advantage because they're giants? Or, or no, I just get the extra damage. Correct. Right? Okay. So it's 23 to hit. Yes. All right. So you're throwing well? Yes, I'm throwing well. So that's 17 plus the 2d8 plus the hunter's mark. Okay, 17, 27, 28, 30, 31 damage. Uh, 31 damage. Call your shot. Yes. It's going to hit him in the chin and like snack, snap his head back and like break his neck. This is Etten 1? Yeah. Etten 1. No, you were hitting Etten 2, I think. No. No, Etten 1. Oh, I'm sorry. What was your damage? I prematurely said call your shot. Oh, okay. So what was your damage? 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. Okay. He is bleeding, but he is he is not dead. Okay. Okay. So that was my first. And then well I'm again. So 33 to hit. <laughs> okay. Roll your damage. Okay. So that's that plus because AC is 12. So that's 22 plus Hunter's Mark, 
Now call your shot. <laughs> you had exactly 23 hit points. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah, so it's going to hit him directly, like, in the back of, like, underneath his neck and chin and snap his head back and, if you so deem it, deta- decapitate him. Uh, I don't know how much pressure I need force per inch to, like, either just knock it completely backwards. Um, I'll tell you what, with that forceful a hit, uh, well, just as, uh, yeah, Doom calls Bastard. And the extra force knocks one of his heads off, and the other one turns and goes, uh-huh. no! <laughs> falls down. Now, hold this. The, by the way, these are giants, so when they fall down, it's a big impact. Yeah. Even on the stone, like you, you, you hear it. Um, so I guess the stealth approach is out. Well, from um, the yelling and all the dying and and the fireball. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so that's Kristen. everything that I can do. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna move to flanking for Crispin. Self oh. just isn't the reckless way. You're moving to flanking for Crispin. So moving here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Deal. All right. Uh, anything else, Tuffeth? Nope. That's everything that I can do. Okay, this Etten is going to swing at Crispin because what else am I going to do? So he has a a battle axe and a morning star and tries to slash you with both. Um, Let's see, I'll roll both at once, make it easier. These are both plus seven anyway. A one and an eight. So the higher one is a 15. Can I laugh in his face? He, yeah, <laughs> he swings, he swings, and you just basically hold up Black Razor and go, and not and parry it out of the way. And he swings the other one with, thinking with so much force, and you just turn Black, Black Razor and you, you almost disarm him with <laughs> swinging the battle axe out of the way. Feudal attempts. And he just looks at his hands like, these things are broken. <laughs> Uh, from the hallway behind you, you hear, "What's all the hubbub? Why don't Why don't you just come have a chat?" I told you we. And you hear, call. and you hear some growling. And, is that uh, in common, or is that in giant? That is in in common and twig. Okay. Um, I don't want it. You know what? I look at the et and I say, if you give up, we'll stop fighting. Uh, What is stop fighting? Okay. That's it. I shoot him. (laughs) No, he was actually asking, but his intelligence is like six. So... Stop. You can kill him. I don't. I don't care. I'm just telling you what he said. What is stop fighting? I mean, he's like. Well, if he's if he's if he's not stopping fighting, then that's all I need. He's not. Okay. So I um. I get uh, sneak attack six is engaged. I'm going to use my hand crossbow. Uh huh. That is a twenty six to hit. Okay. Call your shot. 
Because <laughs> just your bonus stuff is more than 13. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, as he's saying, you know, what what stop fighting? Uh, the Basically, the bolt is already in his mouth. And through his <laughs> what? Not tasty. It falls down. Clunk. So there's, don't forget, there's giant dead bodies in the hallway here, including this guy who's like just had a bad day at his guard post. Um, okay, so give me your, you're hearing a come have a talk from this direction. Um, it's that I, that's the end of my turn. So whoever's t- turn it is now. Um, well, there's, are we out of combat? Are we out of combat? It's, yeah, um, there's yeah. nothing left to fight in this hallway. Yeah. So I'm going to take it out of the drama me- drama music. Okay. I said, I look at everybody. I said, now it's all peaceful in the hallway. Did you hear that? Uh, we Should we keep like fighting or, or should we take it down a notch? I'll take it down a notch temporarily. Uh, if we can talk this through. And solve the problem. Who is easily. speaking? Okay. God damn it. I'm having a. I can't wait till we're using a different interface next week. <laughs> I'll tell you that because this is. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> um, order, back to normal. Yeah, back yeah. I'll be in front. Okay. And I'm, I'm near gonna, him. Yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. putting putting you in kind of a normal order for us yeah question is is where does z want to go um brin is in the back that's right and you're just following like that sounds good all right so your normal marching order you start going down this hallway and ahead of you i'll just describe i'll uh show the show the fog and then uh tell you what you what you see okay oh that's uh wrong level <laughs> there we go you see a you do see a a hallway open up to the north as you pass through you see a huge throne and flanking him, you see a, ju- a couple, a fire giant, two fire giants, and um, not visible here, but another hellhound sitting right by his side. He said, why are you coming in here and killing my pets and guards? So ahead of you, uh, you see a, so the, the, there's two steps up to a, a, a dais, a throne, and the floor is deep red polished stone just in the throne room area, um, over. Well, anybody gonna talk? Uh, shall we have Bryn talk since she speaks giant? Yeah, it might be a good well, idea. He, Probably a good idea. He's speaking in He's speaking common. in common. 
Yeah, but I just killed this. And then Whelm so, um, can also translate for me telepathically. I, I respond. He is about nine, 19 feet tall. Um, he's huge, hugely muscled, wearing this is a. Uh, uh, on the wall directly behind the throne, there is a huge flaming skull. Um, and there are two fire giants, as you can see, with clubs over their shoulders and a pile of boulders about the size of a human sitting beside them. Um, he is extraordinarily ugly, too. Like, <laughs> his legs are really scrawny, like he's been not in battle in a long time, but and his teeth are you like leg day. One tooth is <laughs> sticking out of under his uh, lip, and he's got black iron plate mail on. And he has a across the throne, across his lap, he has a a huge great sword. And you can see even from here because he's holding it, so you can see it. It has flames running along its blade, and he has a necklace that look like some kind of skulls and uh, around his shoulders is a really beautiful cape and uh, hmm, I know you all had it. Roll a history check, whoever wants, to, just uh, is curious about the cape. Yep, that was terrible. I remember uh, that I had breakfast this morning. 14. You remember the fish, Twig? Yeah. 32. It's still lingering. You guys uh, recognize that this, uh, the shoulder around his cape is made of white dragon hide. Interesting. You kind of, the few of you remember like what that dragon hide looked like, and this is made of white dragon hide. Calcrix. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually break out of the ranks, and okay. I'm gonna put my weapon in my quiver. Okay. And I'm gonna come out in front. All right. And I'm gonna speak in giant. Oh. And I'm gonna say apologies. We oh. were told that our our uh, visit would be unwelcome. Well, didn't even request a visit. We are actually looking for somebody. Well, if you're going to look for somebody, you want to ask what you're looking for. I understand. We were we were given the impression that uh, any kind of request would have been met with force. Well, maybe, but now you tell, I mean, just, uh, he was a lazy guard anyway. So I think... That, uh, I, uh, maybe you do the, what do you want? I'm going to switch back and, to common and, at this point. And, and by the way, the uh, the guards beside him do not look like normal. They look massive, even for giants. Okay. And they both are just like tossing a rock in their hands. Uh, the rocks are bigger than Twig. Like these are boulders. Oh, they're like half of my body height. Okay. Yeah, they're like so, just, they're just tossing them. I, I, I'm just there okay, guys. Don't you? You can throw rocks if they start doing nasty stuff. But and we have other 
other guards you don't see. And I'm deactivating my boots of speed, so I still have about five minutes left on them. Oh, good, good to remember because it was going to run out. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm just while you're walking, information twig was like <laughs> with his little half leg legs going so fast, like it's Sonic the Hedgehog, like how Sonic's <laughs> feet legs just go, yeah, just go in a circle. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to actually switch back to common. Okay. Um, so that everybody else can understand. And I'll say, um, oh my gosh, what was the name of that person? We're looking for... No Thembra. Teams. I think it's Them... 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 them. Thembra. Who? Thibra. Thibra. We're looking. Thibra. We're looking for a cloud giant. Cloud giant, huh? Well, yeah. Yeah, Brona. Yeah, we have... Thibrona, we have a was. friend here who's a cloud giant, and... You, he was bad, so we put him in this room. We'd like to it, we we'd like to interrogate him. Interrogate? Why? He has something. He has something that that is that belongs to us. Well, we can't. I mean, here's the thing: we could kill him, we could kill you, but why do you want him? What's so interesting? Um, he has something that belongs to us. So we'd he like does. to get it back. Well, maybe I take it then. Um, how about I offer you something else? Ooh, the delegation's getting interesting. <laughs> uh, give me one second to consult with my group. We have an under thing of. Do you do you mind if I play. consult with my group really quick? Yeah, don't take too long. Mike, I'd oh. like to throw. They haven't been thrown in a while. Okay, thank you. All right, everybody, what do you think? <laughs> what do we have to offer? <laughs> I can offer the point of my sword. I think they're just bluffing. <laughs> that's that's a counter offer for sure. <laughs> I have a counter have offer for you. <laughs> javelin of lightning. Should we give him this Afridi bottle? We can give him the Afridi Jesus. bottle. Yeah. I mean, you know what a freedy anyway, <laughs> but like yeah. one of you has one for a father, so. <laughs> uh, we have an Afridi bottle we can offer him. I think that would be. I don't know. What do you guys I, think? I kind of wanted to use that, but you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Or um, let's see here. I have a 5,000 gold worth diamond. No, I don't think we need to barter too much. Like, if they're going to, we can either give them the choice. They can either give us what we asked for, we'll give them the Afridi bottle, or they could choose death. It's up to them. Yeah, I'm good with the Afridi bottle. Okay, so uh, we brought this treasure, and I take out the Afridi bottle. Oh. And it has the ability to grant you a wish for anything you want. But we can only give that to you if we can acquire our treasure from this cloud giant. And we're willing to barter with you. Um, that's a nice thing, but I don't think that's enough to give you a, a friend, a cloud giant. But I have an idea. Okay. So we've got, we've had some problems down in this, in East ruling, like <laughs> as he's talking. 
we have some problems down in the downstairs. There's some crowd giving us some issues. We were supposed to be part of their friends, but they made new friends, and now they're invading our home down. They came in through the secret entrance, and now they're invading, and, and I know that there's even a dragon down there, and uh, I think you you cleared all that out, and I will maybe I'll I'll give you Vibra. How many are downstairs? Is this? I don't is, know is the, a lot. Is, he, is the is the head of these drow named Eldar? Yeah, how do you know these guys? <laughs> We've already killed some of his kin. You, oh, you killed the drow too? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, we had the body they, for them they, to they, find. They, they, they come to all these promises and then they end up being bastards. Terrible. That is absolutely well, yeah. And out of yeah. out of the out of a door to the actually out of a door that uh, this curtain right behind you. It turns out oh, it's it, that tapestry is covering a hallway. Um, mm-hmm. Just one second. Uh, oh, I, mm, okay. Right next to you, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just showing you what's here. And about the ugliest giant woman you've ever seen comes out. Ah. And she is, let me give her a description. Uh. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. Not players. Uh, this is Zilpip. Oh, he's so cute. He's such a fine young little. Uh, what? Are, what are you? Sater. <laughs> he's a sater. Okay, so. Don't she change. She is. If anything, she's uglier than King Snur. She has a huge mass of clearly fake yellow orange hair that looks like kind of like a wig you'd put on someone to frighten them. Uh, her face has so many jowls and wrinkles in the middle of the head. It seems like it doesn't seem like she has a neck. It's just like a, a neck pouch. And her body is, her skin was covered with um, bristles of her uh, hair, which is obviously black. Um, and uh, her eyes, uh, though, even though she, her eyes are very bright and taking you in, what are these people doing here? Nah. Whoa, ugly. It's okay. No. What are they doing here? You're kidding. Is she speaking in common or giant? She is speaking in giant. Okay. Um, I, I'm just going to kind of translate quietly like she wants to know what we're doing here. Oh. Be nice. Twig sees her and his heart <laughs> skips a beat. Jesus. It's 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 your speed, Twig. You gotta pra- you got you gotta start practicing that little movement you do. <laughs> Get impressed the ladies. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah, she is so just she, she comes out like she, yeah, she was just nasty. Um there, one Why, second. sire? Is this your significant other? 
She looks very nice today. I don't know about significant. <laughs> she says. She's just an other. <laughs> and she's just, she moves you out of the way. And, uh, oh, sorry. I realize you can't see the thing right now. She kind of moves you out of the way and she takes her um, she takes her spot up here. There. So the, the this queen is standing there on the thing. So what are you, what are you doing with these guys? When she goes, Listen, I'm not in charge of this stuff, and you uh, let me do this talking. And he goes, you, you're so stupid. You, I don't even know if you can make a deal. What did you do with these guys? Why aren't you killing them and throwing rocks in their head? Listen, you, you don't know anything going on because you sit in your goddamn room and you get quaffed and you have your servants you don't know what's going on downstairs in the third level. We're getting infiltrated. And and she goes, yeah, well, if you knew what you're doing, well, not now. Just a second. So what you guys decide? Now they're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Think we should help them mm. out. And, and she, she crosses her arms and she just kill him. I, I'm okay with killing the drow. Yeah. This is okay with me. Do a little spring cleaning downstairs. Mm. Killing them, it gets us one step closer to finding uh, Brent, Brent, what's his name? Brenty. Bannon. Brenty's son. Yeah. Bannon and his mother. And I need to. We uh, might be able to figure out who is downstairs from that. Yeah. So if we have a deal, I'll have my guards escort you down to where you need to go, and I'll give you a path to our second level. They'll take you down to the third level, but don't try any funny business, because I will be very angry. Can you, a lot us, of us. can you give us a sign of good faith that you'll follow through with your side? I don't know it to me. That means do something for us that will make us trust that you're going to follow through. If we go down and, and take care of these drow for you, how do we know that you're not going to back out of your end of the deal? Because I told you. Well, I need more than just your word. Uh, what is his intelligence? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if he knows what the hell you even mean. No, he's... Yeah, okay. Well, we don't even know, honestly, if What's-Her-Face is even alive. Maybe we should, as a sign of good faith, go see her in her cell. Yeah, but if I... Wait. If I get you access to her, then you get what you want, and then you don't do what I want. No, we just want to see her. We won't deal with her yet. I don't... So you want to see? How about I go by myself just to see? And then when I come back, I will tell the group if she's alive or not. Okay. And that'll be your sign of good faith. Huh. 
But if I don't come back in 10 minutes, my group will attack you. Well, uh, oh, I mean, so you go by yourself. You just talk and you don't do nothing else. I won't even talk. I'll just see if they're alive. I will save our talk for when we've finished our side of the deal. Okay. So, okay. Well, that, but you, just you, and, but, and I'm going to that goes with you. <laughs> Do you have a nickname? Yeah, Og. Okay, Og. You and me. So, if I'm not back. I thought it was King Snaggletooth. Ten minutes. No, this is Og. This is one of the other guys that are on either side of the diet. <laughs> yeah, he's basically, there's also hellhounds on both sides, remember? I just didn't put character tokens there. So, so if I'm not back in 10 minutes. Uh, okay. Dun, 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 dun. Then all hell will break loose, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Og, little legs, little legs. All right, I'm just going to erase some stuff here for you. Can, can I ride oh, on his shoulder? Jump on his shoulder. <laughs> um, You can certainly can, can, try. Can I, I'm going to ask him in giant and say can i ride on your shoulder little legs okay um Ag. i'm just gonna show you what you see in these this area so I'll just leave the, I'll just move your token, okay? Um, you move down here, he escorts you down, opens opens these doors with a key. And as you go through, you see a pretty badly beaten, um, this uh, one labeled FG6 is actually um, a cloud giant. Um, so flanked by two fairly normal looking fire giants. There's not as beefy as the ones in the, in the guard room, but still, you know, <laughs> 18 foot tall fire giants. He is, the cloud giant is badly beaten. Okay. Uh, clothes are a little torn, still alive. Are they currently beating him? No. And uh, do you, they're not currently beating him, but he is, has his hands tied behind him. And he he's looking in he's looking poorly. So I say Byra Brona. Yeah. Yes. Who are you? My name is Bryn. And hang tight. We're gonna try to get you out of here. Uh, I don't know who sent you and how you can do that, but I made a mistake coming here. You have something I want. But that's all I can say right now. And and I'm gonna at, I'm gonna. It looks at you. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> what are you are you doing? Something? No, no. I, I was thinking about doing, but never mind. I won't do okay. it. Okay. All right. So this uh this other massive guard and says to you in giant, "Have you seen enough?" 
Yes, thank you. All right, he's he's alive. Uh, does he treat you good? Who? Your king. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Sorry. It is our place. Well said. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> he's he's not like saying anything beyond that. He's not saying like good, bad. He's like it's our place. Yep. But does can I, look. Can I ride your shoulder back? You're tiny. Sure. Thank you. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hands yeah. in the air. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't he like stink like pretty good? Yeah, he does. No, these these guys smell fine. No, it was the other guys. Oh, that's stunk. And you come back out on the shoulder and drop off right here, I assume? Yes. Well, in front. In front. There you go. Yeah, like right there. Okay. So he is alive. Um, Badly beaten. So by the time we get back, he'll be in good health. We wanted to know what he really wanted. He keeps saying he wanted to, you know... Do trade and peace. Nah, well, we believe him now, but you can't take people's word on it. Yeah, so you know exactly why we came in fighting. Makes sense, right? I, 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 I respect it. But, All right. But uh, so we have a deal. We do. We have okay. A Good, good luck. I don't expect to see you again. Do you have a map <laughs> of the area? What? A, what? Do you have a map? A, a floor plan of your downstairs? Yeah, but if we, well, yeah, of course we do. Could we see it I, so we know where we're going? But you won't show where things are. That's okay. So at least we should know the yeah, layout. Yeah, but if you give it well, do you want these guys going? Or I'm not? taking. What if I give you that and you use it against us? For the people who are listening, Michael has got the cross-eyed, silliest look on his face. <laughs> you you just—you're missing out. Drooling, drooling <laughs> out of one side. He too. is. Yeah, not drooling. I just gotta. I gotta get my tusk cleaned. <laughs> it's very realistic. Awesome. <laughs> I really, I really thought about getting like a, a tusk, like cutting one off and awesome. like getting a, I don't know. And then it gives you the right feel and look. Okay, so we have a deal, right? Uh, other than interior designing, there's nothing else we would use that map for. I will give it back to you when we come back, when we return. All right. So, hey, uh, go get them a map of only the third level, because I don't want them to have a, a secret stuff. Sounds good. Okay. So, all right. And that's where we're going to take our break. <laughs> Because I need some water. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly.
only inhabit your energy. Yay for uncharismatic persuasion. Welcome to our break. Michael Cremain, Dungeon Master here. Let's start by thanking Podbean. Podbean is an excellent podcasting platform. You will find you can distribute to all the places. It is very easy to use. There are some reasonably priced paid accounts which allow you to monetize your podcast. Monetization is very cool. All right, I want to thank all the people who listen to this podcast that's distributed by Podbean. You guys are awesome. We love you. Thank you for listening to our silliness and occasional drama. want to thank all the players, of course, because you guys are actually what make the game. Such a pleasure every week. All right, let's get down to it. We want you to check out all the characters you're listening to at RecklessMoves.com. Those character sheets are created on D&D Beyond, dndbeyond.com, where we do our character sheets, our source books. We also have lots of tools that the DMs can use. You can create homebrew items. There's dice rollers built in. It is very cool. Uh, for a tabletop, we want to thank Foundry Virtual Tabletop, and more specifically, Forge. Forge-VTT.com. The Forge is a fantastic software-as-a-service version of Foundry Virtual Tabletop, so you can focus on the game and not have to focus on running a server. It is totally affordable and awesome. All right, we want to thank all the people that create audio for us, especially our licensed music from audioaudio.com. And we want to thank our... Creative Commons open source provider, Tabletop Audio. Tabletop Audio is great Creative Commons uh, music you can use for your podcast. Want to thank our technology providers. Thank you for, for QSC for making incredible mixers and monitors, Sennheiser headphones, Shure microphones, and Blue microphones. I want to thank Zoom for making it possible for us to make and record these remote games. It is thank We are thankful for Zoom. We are looking forward to playing in person again. But in the meantime, Zoom is awesome. I want to thank some great map makers. I want to thank Tom Cardos. Check out Tom Cardos maps. We use them occasionally. You don't, you don't see them on the podcast, but the players see them in person. They are awesome. Check out Tom Cardos. You can just Google it. C-A-R-T-O-S. Tom Cardos. Um, fantastic guy to support on Patreon. All right. Want to thank coffee. We For this month, we are drinking Stinky Beans Coffee. 
stinkybeanscoffee.com. Stinky in a good way. Oh, so good. I'm going to have a sip right now. Oh, it smells so good when you actually uh, grind it and drink it. Mm -mm, I'm awake already. All right. We want to thank some awesome Mac makers again. We want to thank Anna B. Meyer, M-E-Y-E-R. Anna B. Meyer creating fantastic Greyhawk maps. Check them out. And Dungeon Master Friend, Don John, D-O-N-J-O-N.bin.sh. Some great Dungeon Master tools. Once again, want to thank all the players. And all of our listeners. Thank you for listening to our podcast. It is a lot of fun to hear from people all over the world. You can actually send us feedback if you want at recklessmoves.com. You can click contact us if you have any questions or any suggestions. Within reason. All right. Let's get back to the game. All right, we're back for break. Our party has somehow con convinced Kingsner or the other way around that um, you have requested a map of the third level and he has said that we have problems with Drow down there and they're infiltrating and they used to have a partnership and it all fell south. So the uh, at this point, the guard Og is going to walk you through and I will uh, try to let you know what you see as you are walking through the first and second levels to get to the third level so that you, you know your way back. And um, so when... All right, I'll take them to where we need to just watch them, please. And I hope that we see you again, but if we don't, it's been nice knowing you. And uh, you it's actually see nice. Sarah, Sarah with her passive perception notices Og ever so slightly roll his eyes. All right, so as you are walking, um, or escorted is a better um, way to, to move. I'll just move you all at once through. Um, you, you notice a few things as you're walking through. Um, down, you hear some sound of hammering coming as you enter this. You're going through a, a large northern passageway. Remember, these are... 20 foot wide, 30 foot hall, uh, 30 foot hall, tall halls. Um, and the rooms themselves, some are larger, some are the same size as the um, hallways. So as you go northwest out of the eyes of the king's chambers, you do see. Um, oh, actually, I need to click one more thing. There we go. Um, 
so you saw the queen kind of following you and watching you. Well, Og, who I'll just leave there, um, Og is going to escort you. So you're walking kind of single file um, to the uh, north. As you get to the second, uh, the first juncture, you hear hammering and top if you recognize this, you, you even hear like the bellows warning. of a forge. Mm-hmm. You hear as you Weapon go north, hammer. you see this fire giant peek his head around the corner, sees Og, and Og's like, they're okay, they're going down, doing some stuff for the king. And this guy rolls his eyes too. And <laughs> so there seems to be a lack of respect among the uh, rank and file. Are they or, speaking in giant or common to each other? They're speaking in giant to each other. So you okay. understand. I'm going to translate. And then I'm also going to do these little commentaries where I'm like, Ooh, that was an eye roll. <laughs> and the guard goes, you know, we speak common too. Oh, okay. Just to. But you did have an eye roll. Yeah. Don't please, please don't say anything. Of course not. Okay. So as you're heading um, north in the first level, you come to a juncture to the, that's where the zoom went, (laughs) went in my own maps on the DM layer. Um, Okay, so um, you hear to the east some um, cries, like it, it sounds like cries of a nursery. It doesn't sound like small babies. It sounds like a nursery to the, as you're heading uh, to the North, you up into the the Northeast, you just see long halls that connect to other long halls. You don't see any distinct uh, markings. And as you head over here to the North, I'll erase a couple things for you actually. Uh, here we go. Uh, so you see another one of those curtains, which are basically you're learning that these these curtains and tapestries are basically nothing more than privacy. They're not going to muffle sound at all. This hallway came to a T. You saw that. Um, down here behind uh, these double doors as you walk by um, to the, as you're heading Northwest to the second level, you actually hear like a, sounds like a party or a game or something, a bunch of loud voices. And stay. And Og goes and bangs on the door. Hey, you're on next shift. And, oh, okay. And you hear like, and he comes back and walks you down to the second level of the uh, not giant. So let's see if I did this right. All right. So, wee wee wee. Whoops. Oh, whoops. That was the wrong thing. Uh, no. Uh, hold on.
I had to undo something. Um, so as you come down to the second level, it is the these you notice that these sconces on the walls are um, there. There's definitely you you smell a little bit of like some kind of a gas, like a natural gas or something. Um, and you've never seen this before. The engineering on this is so there must be some kind of a duct system that is delivering <coughs> gas into these uh, into these lamps. And they are, it is a fairly well-lit place. The second level is even more, the, the, you could see your way around for sure without dark vision in the, the top level. This level seems even more lit. And uh, as you walk up, there are um, doors um, to the right. There's some doors right here. You don't hear any sounds behind them. As you get to this, um, you're walking north into a crossroads and uh, Og starts to walk to the east and he turns and goes, oh, let's go the other way. And you see a bunch of uh, what look like doors and the doors themselves have a, a window in them. So these, these look like they might be cells. And you hear moaning and let me out. Uh, ignore them. That's so. You head north, and as you oh, as you pass here, you see. Did I? Could I possibly hear something that sounds like a satyr? Roll the perception. nine i mean you hear cries okay so the the one cry you heard you didn't recognize the voice that's what i'll say um but there uh, i will say like um oh you oh you have a long vision in light don't you um yes uh okay so then you see that there's some halls um, these cell doors go all the way down the hall. This entire hallway looks like it's and there could even be more. This seems like possibly a prison wing. So um, level two. Good to know. Now, oh! Does, I have a question on your sentient weapons. Do you know the nature of the enemies or, or creatures that are nearby? Do you know what they are or just know that there are they are there? Whether you're sending at weapons. I'm, I need clarification on what the rules as written says. Only uh, Black Razor does that, I think. Yeah. Black yeah mine. So Black, have, so yeah, Black Razor does Black... I can look it up if you like, but I figure you would know your weapon. Um, yeah, he, he just tells me with the, uh, anything tiny or larger uh, within 60 feet of me. But do you know what they are? Or just that they're there? Just that they're there. I don't know what okay. they are. Okay, so you detect four or five, six, seven, like, as you get, he starts walking you down this hallway, and within, well, within 60 feet, whoops, 
um, within 60 feet of uh, when he starts walking this hallway, you detect many creatures in these behind these doors. So that's 60 feet. You can reach out. And there are <clears throat> a bunch, a couple tiny and a bunch of medium and one large creature. A okay, lot. so I'll pass that a lot. to everybody. Yeah. Um, um, well, well, Og speaks common, so are you telling him in front of him? Yeah, I'll tell. I'll, I'll say it in front of him. I don't mind. Yeah, don't well... Yeah. And he... Roll a... I'm going to have serial roll a perception. Um, and Zilpip, you too. It has to be a roll that can't be passive. Why do I bother? It's with advantage. Anyway. I have a quick question. Okay, about... 28. Oh. So, um... I have a quick question about the spell locate object. Uh-huh. If Z described his family to me, would that work as That's a, a creature, familiar? it's not an object. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, locate creature and locate object are different. Got it. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yep. Thank you. Um, yeah, an object would be like, I want that fourth piece of the thing, or I want like mm -hmm. to find uh, where the weapon is. Do, you have to know a thing. Do my did do did my parents have stuff on them? That would like something that would say Well, you tell me. Do you have like a family ring do you have like what do yes. you have that would be <clears throat> or what would your like yeah your, your mom dad or your brother what would what would they yeah that's what they had sure yeah they would they would have rings okay and is it distinctive no it's just gonna be a kind of a gold ring gold ring okay um so yeah, you could try. You I mean, could it might. You could certainly try. On, it might ping on any gold ring that's nearby. Um, yeah, it's worth a try. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, kind of hold back. And, and any distinctive, zip. any distinctive clothing that your father or mother would wear. A carpenter, carpenter's kind of set of clothes. Carpenter clothes. Okay, so like... Well, that would be distinct to them. How many carpenter more... clothes people would be in jail? True. Let me read, let me read the spell real quick. Um... Yeah, it's attached to Whelm. It's called Locate Object. It says, describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You have a sense the direction of the object's location as long as the object is within a thousand feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. The spell can. Well, that's what I'm wondering. How familiar can I be if he describes it maybe to me? How familiar is that? I mean, it's. Um, you would have to be familiar with it, not the recipient. It, you would have to be familiar, so a description would not suffice. You'd have to. You'd have to know like what it is, or you can say, "I just want the nearest ring or something." 
Well, if but... we're looking for a ring, I can use my compass to see if it's pointing in the right direction. Cause the uh, or the um, sundial. Okay. Because the sundial will. I mean, we're uh, we're you're spending well, a okay. We're spending a lot of time talking in something that would happen in seconds. So quickly, yeah. what are well, you doing? And and part of the problem is is I haven't talked to Z about what his parents were wearing, so it's a moot subject. It's just something yeah. I was thinking of for future. Okay, meant okay. To, note it for later. But yeah. Okay, so uh, can I roll a perception to see if I notice? A change of him, like looking down this hallway. No, I mean Zilpip is, yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you that he heard voices. You, di he didn't hear voices he remembered, but um, there are a lot of cells down there, and you have no way of knowing without going into them what's okay. in them. So I'm just gonna be like, do you think your family is down there? And uh. Ugg says, I gotta take you to the third level, but there are ones like you, and points to Zilpip, and actually points to Crispin and says, ones like you, and a couple like you, and points to Talfeth. Can we get back here after we're done? Uh, that wasn't part of the deal, so, like, I'm supposed to guard at the top of the stairs. And I'll kind of like lean over to Zilpip and I'll be like, well, we'll check it out after. Okay. As you, some more things are interesting. As you cross uh, another um, T to your west, you see and I'll, I'll read the description of the, the, the place for you. So, um, this, um, there's a very burly fire giant. Uh, there is molten lava in a river that is passing to the, in the outside of this room. And he's got weapons, like, leaning in the lava. Um... There are two trolls in the room, too. They all look up. And they see Og and a bunch of prisoners. Just, oh, like, looks like they got more for downstairs. That's what you hear. Um, and you see a bunch of weapons. Like, uh, there's uh, maces and there's human-sized weapons. There's small weapons. There's giant weapons there's a lot of weapons in this place they chucking um, them in the fire is that what's going on they're heating them in the lava to do work on them oh like forging okay, they're, okay. yeah they're using the lava as a heat source for forging their stuff so mm, this that's interesting um yeah you know what i twig uh, has a funny feeling he feels like we're not going to do a thing he feels like we're going they're taking us to a cage or something. Can I, is there any? Can I like say something or, or uh, do an insight check? Or you something? can do whatever you want. You, you. What do you do? I say, hey, you, Mister Giant. Uh, are you talking about Og? Og, yeah. Yeah. 
where what are you doing with us? Are you taking us to a jail cell? You're not the no, you're not the first people that King has talked into trying to deal with the drow. We've had guards up at the top. We've had many people come in and try. No one's come back. Can I roll an insight check to see if I think he's lying? Sure. And actually, Serial would constantly be doing this. So Yeah. I got a 24. Better than Serial with an 18. Um, you... You seem like you seem he seems like he's telling you the truth. Like he has been pretty straightforward. You okay. this and the other uh guard that you ran across that gave the eye roll. Yeah. They don't seem like they seem like they're doing their job, but they don't they're not enthusiastic about the it at all. They're yeah. they're well they're not not going to be that, but they they seem reluctant to even like have you guys go down there. Like it's this is this is dangerous, guys. Like, but we can't talk here. And as you go by, you see um, a other um, like uh, you see a hallway, and actually, right down here, you do see a a, a drow just as you're walking by, peek around the corner, and look like wait what you do you see a drow is um, the drow in a cell or is the drow like loose and walking around he's down here to the south of where you're standing and he just peeked around the corner and looked back uh dude you got loose drow around well they're not these are these are friends okay how do you know that well, um, one second, I'll, I'll give you the one minute callers. Please stand by. <laughs> there we go. Um, because, um, um, so those, that's those are the clerics. Uh, yeah, but I thought all drows needed to be dead drows. So uh, when we go not, downstairs, not, how the hell? Not all. These are these are clerics, and they serve a purpose for the king. So how do we know downstairs all the drow are bad drows? Because we'll just slaughter the whole bunch. I mean, I didn't sign up for this, man. Like, if you want to, I mean, this isn't what the king wanted. So the king believes in this. These clerics have talked to him and they're trying to come. We don't like this, but they're talking to him about Lolf. And he comes and talks to them and they seem to have some kind of like, I don't know. I I don't want to just stay out of that place. The walls are evil. The freaking like, uh, and he whispers down to you. We have cards right across the hall. A lot of them. And so you do see um, 
through this, uh, you see some stairs. This is kind of a, a gate. And through the gate bars, you see stairs going up. You see a bunch of doors here. Um, and up this hallway at the uh, top, you see two fire giants with ballistas <laughs> that are aimed at the south. All right, guys, let's let's just get going. Let's get going to the other. other yeah, level. let's go where we gotta go. Let's do this thing. Okay, so he he says, "Well, this is where I'm gonna leave you," and uh, he opens these doors with another key, um, and he whispers down, uh, well, "Get through here, go out loud," and he whispers down as you go into the. Uh, the entrance to the third level. Um, he shuts the door. Says, I'll stand guard up here. And he shuts the door behind you and says, look, if you guys make it out alive, I'll leave this door open. You kill those drow, maybe the king will be free. And if the king mm -hmm. won't be free, we have a lot of people, a lot that want him gone, and especially his bitch wife. She's the problem. She's the one that brought the drow in. And uh -huh. these clerics aren't innocent. They are the ones probably, you know, they're sneaky. They probably brought in the drow downstairs and some other monsters. They're trying to take this place over. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. So and, the and, drow... he, and he goes back, he goes, all right, get to work. And he he shuts the door and you don't hear a lock. All right. Oh, no shit, guys. So now we need to kill the other drows that we just passed, you know, because loose okay. drows is a bad Let's idea. Let's go take care. Let's go take care of Eldar. And we okay. might need to go kill so the you, king this and is queen. the map you were given. Nice. And I'm going to place your characters. Uh, we'll start going in, Ooh, in order. Shit. I'm going to zoom out a little bit. So what you have is a, it is a natural, the third level is natural caverns that have been, you know, roughly hewn here and there. But this is very different than the well, I mean, polished floors, perfectly straight hallways, everything that you've experienced so far. This is all natural caverns that you see on this map. Um, it is unusual um, for, so I'm gonna zoom out a little bit so you can, whoops. Has it been one hour since combat? It has. Okay. Why do you ask? A spell I had. Oh. So these are also 10 feet, it's huge. So what you see is uh, a bunch of caverns, a bunch of, there are some, there's no numbering. There's no like indication. You, you do a couple notices. There are some doors in front of you that are closed. You don't know if they're locked or not. Um, there are some pools that are around and seen. And you see a couple places where there are stairs going somewhere um, in the north you see a, a possibly the source of that lava. Mm -hmm. There is a lava river that is flowing 
um, on the map and it has an arrow uh, that that I forget I forgot to put on the map uh, that is flowing southwest, same direction. They're, they're, Where the forge was. But you're downstairs, a whole nother like at least 30 feet. So how is the magma getting up to the other level? And where is the gas coming from that is fueling the light for the entire upstairs? Um, all really good questions. And there are indicated on the map where there are also either lanterns or something. Oh, in the hallway you're in, you see that there's actually uh, more of those gas sconces down here that are lit. <laughs> so you you might assume that where you <clears throat> where you are on the third level of this complex um, that is somewhat lit by the same sources you've seen upstairs because the map has that on it. There's no other detail though. This is not like, you know, I'd like doesn't to indicate go. what's where, who's where, you know nothing about what's inside this place. I uh, tug on Serial's um, shirt and or blouse or whatever. Yeah. And yes, I, yes. Um, maybe you listen at the door and I can check it for traps. I like this idea. Hey, could we all be quiet? for a change and looks at Crispin <laughs> and looks at you. Maybe no fireballs in caverns down here. <laughs> Not this time. Sure. Ugh, God. Um, I will say that it doesn't take a, a brain act to say, <clears throat> excuse me, that cereal seems nervous about this whole deal about all of this stuff was like following along, but not, uh, con not, not convinced at all. Okay, so. Oh, sorry, when does Serial ever just, just follow along? You know we're hearing about it. <laughs> it's like white noise now. She's just whining the whole way, that's all. My investigation was pretty crappy. It was only 13. 13? Okay. Um. Um, you don't, I, you don't see any traps. You don't think that there's any, um, uh, problems with the door. Um, Serial listens and I'm gonna look real quick. Uh, do, 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 do. I th yeah, I think Serial rolled a 18. Does I'm, Black Razor sense any creatures on the other side of the door? No, Serial has a passive perception when there's not a check or something or anything visible, but just like listening at the door. The way that that works, by the way, is if, if you if you roll less than your passive, your passive applies. If you roll more, if you're rolling and you roll more, it also applies. So, <laughs> well, a natural twenty um, <laughs> um, is pretty good. Uh, so, listens and. I do hear, it's hard. I, I hear like metal. Um, uh, I hear like breathing. I don't know, it's a, uh, um, 
Ugh, it doesn't doesn't make sense. But uh, I I hear some. Didn't like, we? They say they had a dragon down here. Um, I don't hear that. I mean, I I hear breathing, but uh, does Black Ranger sense anything within sixty feet? Black Razor does. Um, you sense three entities here. Um, 10, 23, and something here. So three here and one there within 60 feet. That's it. Oh, wait. Uh, and to the southeast. Yeah, uh, you see, you do detect a few, a few uh, uh, large creatures here. Um, I'm gonna have Whelm cast detect good and evil to add a layer to this. How? What's the range on that? Thirty feet, but it lasts for ten minutes. Is if I'm concentrating. Okay, fair enough. So. Boy, you guys challenge me. I love this. Like, are they evil? Are they good? <laughs> Am I evil? <laughs> um, yes, you detect evil, three evil, right? Within 30 feet, you detect uh, three evil uh, beings here. And as you, uh, just one within range down here. Um, okay. I tell everybody. All right, you guys ready to get this party started? Yeah. All right, I open the door. And you also detect. No, you don't detect anything to the anywhere else. Um, okay. The doors are not locked, and I'm going to put you back in, uh, kind of like Order. your your. I'm zooming a little too, so you can. Is that better? I know it's hard on you guys on the podcast, but uh, we're using a map because of the complexity of this layer. So what the, the players are seeing is just a, a monstrously, monstrously complex cave system. Holding mess. Yeah. Um, there's no indications on the map of anything that they would be you know, doing, but um, okay. Uh, so Crispin, uh, Talpeth, Serial, uh, Twig, Zill, and Bryn, right? Okay. I'm good. So, so as you open the door, um, you do see, um, it, it has a musty smell. The ceilings are not as tall as well as what you saw upstairs. Um, they have, uh, um, they're, they, it, you can tell it varies because it's been carved out 20 to 25 feet tall where you can, as far as you can see. Um, there's a little bit of light only coming from those light sources, but you guys all have dark vision, correct? Mm-hmm. Does anyone yep. not have dark vision? I just put does, my does Serial, wait, does Serial have dark vision? 
don't yes, think I, so. I think so. I thought she had something to counteract no. it. Beast, beast sense or something like keen sense or something. I'm not. Uh, I'm looking. Does not have. Uh, oh yes, has dark vision. Yep, dim light up to sixty. Okay. I, I put my goggles of night on. Okay, I was just gonna ask. Like I know. All right, so you uh, it. I mean, here's a, a bright light, but as soon as you step out, it's a little dark. Um, which way are you headed? You have you have many options: north, <laughs> northeast, south. Guys, to the oh, south, Crispin, you see like a a pool. It's like greenish, brackish, nasty-looking water. Doesn't look like you want to drink it. Any uh, and I, I sense creatures uh, all over the place from this direction, right? No, not no concentration in direction. Um, in your range is sixty. Yes. You detect a creature in that pool. Um, nowhere else around sixty feet from where you are. All right. So there's a creature in that pool down there, guys. Uh, actually, no. You detect oh. one here to the west. Um, you detected three earlier, so. Is the creature in the pool good or evil? It doesn't. There is no response. Mm. All right, I'm gonna head down to the pool. If our job is cleanup, then I'm gonna go straight for the first thing I see. Okay. Um, so you're gonna go south. Yes. Um. Watch the way I sweep my broom, sweep my broom. Okay. Um, what? Uh, I'm looking at the map, so hold, give me one second. Um, So, um, there are drops of water, like from the ceiling. It looks like there's a, a stalactite forming. It's very, it's not very large, um, like literally, like it's only about a foot long at this point. Dripping water into the pool, and it kind of, you actually started hearing this faintly, and it makes a really like beautiful sound, a tone that oh. you. Uh, um, so Crispin, you hear that tone. Um, uh, and the, and the pool, um, I, because of your senses, you know that there's a couple things here. Um, and with Serial's perception, she sees, hold on, hold on, stop. Stop. Okay. There's, a, there's, there's an ooze there, and there's an ooze there. Ooze? Ooze? Ooze. Yeah, they're like, looks like, like with my vision, I, I see tones of gray, so I don't know if they're green, gray, something, but they're black, or they look, they look gray. Ooze? They look gray to me. Cereal, what, what's an ooze? They're just... Uh, it's the cousin of the Oz. They're... <clears throat> You know, they're like pretty dumb creatures that try to eat passersby. So I would avoid this pool. And they're not very tough, but they can like ruin armor and weapons and like. Well, it's not a drow and we're sent down here for drow. So. All right. Well, I'll keep walking past then. Um, no, we were told 
Well, if you walk, walk past, past, you're going to be in range of. Yeah, don't walk past. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Go back. Never mind that. Let's turn around. Find uh, the drow. Leave the pool. Which way? We mark the map. <laughs> yep. Big circle. Let's go north. X in the center. Okay. As you head north, um, <laughs> how would I describe this? Um, you see, um, as you just as you pass, you put up your hands because you see what looks like a a red dragon, a massive red dragon. Uh, on an enormous, this whole area, a red dragon is on an enormous pile of treasure. Like, it's mm. more than you've ever seen, um, including when you saw the white dragons. So this, it, it looks like an ancient red dragon. Um, and uh, there's a... Uh, So what's weird is it appears um, 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 so it's uh, I mean, it's it's it appears to be sleeping. And I roll for stealth and try to unlock the chain. I'm sorry. He's not chained. I thought you said, oh, it's, he's on treasure. He's on treasure. He's on a treasure. He's on a hoard of treasure larger than you've ever seen. Okay. Uh, should we uh, sneak past this or something maybe? You don't well, we can, see. A, it looks you don't like see, on the. You don't see a. I mean, you can go all the way around and avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should go south. Yeah. And around. Yeah. Let's avoid this thing. This. So, Serial, as you you're heading south. Yeah. So if we go down the little hook, and come around, does that make sense? Uh, it does, but as soon as you go to turn and go south, you hear, I can hear you. I can see <clears throat> you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Is okay. that in common or draconic? In... Oh, good question. Um... Oh, it I'm sorry. You don't hear anything. But, um, um, yeah, you don't hear anything. I'm sorry. But you see, the it's so much treasure. Um, so as you head, you're heading along this passageway, mm -hmm. is what? As yep. you do this, Serial looks and goes, but, 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 but. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Okay. And. Uh, don't share that. We don't share that one. Come on. Um. All right, as you go further along this passageway, you find um, 
you find yourself um, passing this one room where you did detect something earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and go to where I detected the thing. Didn't we both detect it? Yeah, we did. Wasn't it? Um, so this cavern that you see is really colorful. It's got like uh, the rest of the place is kind of gray rock. This this small, uh, well, you can see from where you are uh, currently, Crispin, as you guys walk by, um, you do see like beautiful reddish, pale yellow, like blue gray rock formations, um, and it and even though there's no light in here, they seem to glisten like a little bit of uh, iridescent light. Mm-hmm. And didn't we detect, detect something evil in here, right? Uh, you did. Thought. Great. I'm but you don't see anything. Like I'm going to, You can see uh, the entire thing. You don't see anything other than beautiful stone and iridescent rock. Well, I could also sense if a place has been magically consecrated or desecrated. It has not. Okay. Um... Can I roll for stealth and scout ahead? Um, sure. You want to scout into the room or? No, I wasn't scouting. I was just going to go in. Okay, go ahead and go in. In here? Yeah. Because I knew that there was something in there. I was going to go right to the thing that I know was there. Um, you don't see anything in here. I felt something earlier in there though, right? You did, but you don't see anything. Do I still feel its presence? You did you you feel that there are, are evil things in here? Can so I see is it? it? Aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. Say that again. <laughs> so so, for the duration, you know, I know if there's an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead, as well as where the creature is located. Also, if it's anything invisible within 10 feet of me, I know where it is, and I know. So, there's evil. Um, You you, you don't know exactly where they are, you know, in general direction. There's there's evil ahead of you in this room. And I don't know if it's one of those. It's not one of those. Say the, say the list again, I'm sorry. So for the duration, you know if there's an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. You don't detect any of those. Interesting. But it's evil. There is evil, but you don't detect any of those types. I, I would like to look in the room then. Okay. Um, so are you, I mean... How are you doing this? You, you, these are 10-foot squares, so you can... Yeah. Serial's like, I don't like this idea. We detect evil. Why are we going in the room? Because our job is to clear this place out. Okay. Uh, and you... Shroud can be inherently evil. That's true. And typically speaking, they... I mean, if... Oh, never mind. I don't know. I, um... As you're talking, uh, uh, I need you to here. Uh, I'm gonna 
Let's do something just real quick. Just give me a second. Crispin, does a 21 hit you? Yes. Okay. A, out of the ceiling, one of these rock formations, a tendril reaches out and grabs you and pulls you in, and you are grappled. I need you to... Uh, uh, you are grappled and you're restrained. You have disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. And this eye opens and this mouth... And tries like to bite you. It is a one of the rock formations has just reached out with a tendril. I think you've seen these before. Yeah, that's the thing that almost killed Crispin. The first time. When yeah. he Warned. fell in that river. That stupid, uh, what was it called? A roper? A natural like 20 oh, um, to bite. That means you take... Uh... Is he within 10 feet? Of, or no, no, I think it's 5 feet. He's not... Um, I will put icons in place for you. Um, if he's within 30 feet of Serial, she typically negates the uh, crits. Just saying. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you're no longer within 30 feet of of. Oh, you're that Serial, far up? Though. He's that far up? So I'm just going to put um, a couple icons here for you, for the monsters so you can find them. And see here. Let me find the icons. <laughs> Monster. Am I in the right layer? Hmm. I don't know. I'm getting this weird feeling that there's other nasty shit down here and maybe not drows. They're, well, obviously, because this is not a drow. Um, I'm just going to mark and The dragon was not a drow and the water creature was not a drow. So these guys don't really move. So I'm going to just mark them with a, uh, a mark. Oh, come on. Where's the... I cannot wait to use the new system next week. <laughs> I don't uh, see why it's not marking, but anyway. Um... Oh, I see. Oh my gosh. So um, in the far corner in this, uh, can you see my uh, uh, mouse? Yes. Okay. There's one in the far corner down way in this corner. There's one okay. here and there's one okay. here. The one that has Crispin is this one right here. It's the one which is about uh, actually, it is 30 feet away, so that crit wouldn't apply. It's just 30 feet. Where's Serial? Uh, exactly there. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, so you take a, uh, instead, Crispin, you are in the ceiling, grappled. The bite, um, so I don't know what Serial uses as a, like, you don't get the crit like 
I deny your crit. <laughs> no crit for you. So you take instead of 70 damage, uh, you take 22. Damn. That's just a minor dent for his temporary hit points. Yep. And so, okay, let's roll uh, initiative, please. Um, roll it and I'll call for it. Just to let you know, Mike, it, uh, check the time. Yep. You want it or just let us know when you're ready. Yep. Just a second. Okay, Serial got a 14. Okay, Crispin. I got an 11. Bryn? 19. Telfeth? 19. Twig? 17. Zupit? 4. Okay, this is why this may end quickly. Um, okay, Bryn Telfeth, Twig, Serial, Crispin. <laughs> so, uh, Bryn, right. Bryn, you are first act. Okay, so shoot it with the arrow. You remember from your previous encounters, their AC is 20. Okay. Like, basically, you remember that 20s hit and lowers didn't. Right. Because you fought these guys a couple times. No. <laughs> Do I remember if my arrow bounced off their thing? Because I think I remember aiming for tendrils. Um, Versus... They, they can be attacked, and they... I you um, Roll a history if you want to try to remember... Okay. If, if the tendrils were history different. History is 24. Okay. Yeah, you, you remember that the tendrils can be lopped off, and okay. uh, they have the same general strength as the roper itself how high up is crispin uh he's 25 feet in the air hmm. not too high okay i'm so gonna the go ceilings ahead in here and... are only 25 feet tall and they're in the ceiling so i'm gonna try to uh hit the tendril that is wrapped around crispin okay uh 16 misses let's try that again a 26 hits, so that's Does a hit. 11. Uh, the tendril is broken, the tendril having 10 hit points. It shears off, Crispin, it unravels around you. Crispin, you drop 20 feet, you take uh, four damage from the fall, um, and you are no longer restrained. Okay, and for my um, ambusher attack, I'm just going to go ahead and try to aim for the same roper. Okay. Himself. Oh, and that's a, that's a natural one. Bountiful luck. Bountiful luck, baby. Yay! <laughs> I was like... Sorry, wait. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. I, I thought you were me. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Roll me. <laughs> All right, that's a 25. That's, that's a hit. That's a lot better. Um, so that's 8, 10, 13. 
Uh, 13 damage? Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. And that's it. Okay, Talfeth. Okay. I'm going to throw Whelm at the same maw to keep it distracted for hopefully not touching Crispin. Um, well, why not? Crispin is not is no longer restrained, so you can throw it directly at the rover. Yes, yes. That's uh, roll your attack. So that's a 27 to hit. Oh, Whelm is excited. <laughs> yes. 13 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to do it again. A 31 to hit. <laughs> Jesus. And 11 damage. My goodness. And I'm going to yell at Crispin. Get your butt out here. No, no. I'm going to harshly whisper, get your butt out here. Because I don't want it echoing through the building or through the. <laughs> well, there is some combat, but it, it's, you know, you don't know what's around. So you don't know mm-hmm. when you're, when you hear combat and weapons thrown and stuff. Depends on what spells are used and how much, how much uh, noise you make. Uh, is that your, is that it? Yeah. Okay, Twig. Okay. Um, Where are you moving? So Crispin is no longer being held by this thing, and so it's like oh, far away from him now, right? Actually, Crispin is, you're six foot tall, right? Crispin? Yeah, I'm five foot eight. I'm going to say that you are still within melee range because he can still reach the roper. So the he's in are... Okay, good. Yeah. I am uh, going to hit it with my uh, crossbow bolt. Crossbow. All right. So that is sneak attack. Sneak attack. This is a thirty-one to hit. Oh, good lord! And nine plus. Oh, not a very good. So, thirty-one damage. This roper went from. It. It is. You actually see. Uh, from that just one strike that they do have like some kind of a black blood that's just starts dripping down and you hear it's making like a a creepy sound as the blood is dripping down into the ground and Crispin you just it's not dripping on you (laughs) actually if it did it would hit your your skin and sizzle (laughs) uh cereal Will, I was going to say something that would not be serial, um, <laughs> is going to, oh, yeah. Well, is going to use Sacred Flame. So a Dex 18 saving throw for the Roper. Rolls a two. So Sacred Flame does, wow. 14 damage as a cantrip. Um, okay. Um, uh, Crispin, you can reach this thing. Okay, then I'm going to go try to hit it. You're going to have to jump, but I'm not going to make it. Your strength is 
fine now that you're not restrained. So awesome. You leap up and strike uh, at it. Okay, and I'm going to use the uh, Great Master feet since, uh, yeah. So that's a 22 to hit. Ah, the revenge is sweet. So Black Razor leaps up, cuts a, the tip of the Roper's head off, and there is just gushing blood out now. What's your damage? Uh, 27. Call your shot. I'm going to slice it in half. <laughs> so reach up and slice it in half. And does anyone have uh, the ability to see invisibility? I don't think anyone does. No, nobody has true sight. Okay, so out of... Uh, uh, Twig has it just within... Out of a wall, that. out of a wall, said, oh, hey, hold on. Uh, and you see, uh, it looks like a... A dark gray dwarf said, don't, don't kill my pets. And that's where we're going to end tonight. <laughs> okay. Did you say a dwarf said that? A dwarf with like, looks like, like very pale skin. Like how many temporary and, hit points did I get? And stepped out of the wall. 93. Very cool. Uh, and stepped out of the wall to tell you this. Oh my god. And said it, uh, I should have said, said it in Dwarven. So I think oh, maybe so... only Telfeth heard that. Oh, I remember. Mm -hmm. I, I can understand too. All right. And we'll pick it up next week. Nice.